Hello and welcome to Tea and Relief. I'm your host, Ariana Marie, and I'm so excited for you to sip and sife with me on today's episode of Tea and Relief High Tea. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the effects weed has in our relationships with non-stoners and the stresses and benefits these medicinal leaves put on both parties in the relationship. We will be interviewing a couple to hear firsthand how weed has affected their relationship throughout the years and as always fill you in on what we're chiefing on this week. So join us for high tea and hear us spill the tea on these special leaves. I just want to leave a disclaimer that nobody on this podcast is a cannabis expert or specialist. We are all sharing our personal experiences with marijuana with you. And please understand that marijuana affects everybody differently. So you may have your own experiences with this. Please do not take any of the advice we give you as professional advice. We're here to have fun and give you a little insight onto our experiences with the Mary Jane. I also want to include that we are all legally of age to smoke marijuana and or have medical cards or are residing in legal states. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hi. Are we live? I think so. So, Mel, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing a-okay. Today's been a day, but we're here. We're ready. I feel like you say that every episode. (laughs) You have a day. Because every day is always rough. (laughs) I always have a bad day. Did you not know that you've been best friends with me since we were like five? You should know. (laughs) You are right. I came up to you at the fence talking about I have no friends. You should have known from the jump. (laughs) My shit was... (laughs) You did... You did have a friend. You were with another girl named Ariana at that time when you came up to me. And then you were like, haha, ditching you for the better, Ariana. Bye, bitch. I literally, yo, I literally ditched her. I, I don't think I ever talked to her after that. I think after I met you, I was like, wow, she lives right next to me. Like, who needs that other Ariana? One for me. That's- One for me. Great. My very own. Keep her in my pocket. <laughs> um, my copy. What have you been cheaping on this week? I have been choosing on some fire wedding cake. Oh my Ooh. god, I love wedding cake. It's on. It was my favorite strain all 2019, and all 2020 I didn't get to find any wedding cake that I liked. Like I found some, but I was just like, mm, it doesn't look like what I want it to look like. So I just didn't want to. And this one just it hit right home. <laughs> yeah um I love wedding cake it's one of my favorites I was actually smoking cake pop which as soon as I see cake on any on any strain I always get it because if it's mixed with wedding cake I know it's gonna be good just if you get any mm-hmm. effects of what we- wedding cake is one of the most euphoric strains I feel like I've laughed mm-hmm. I've had some of the best laughs of my life after smoking wedding cake so Yo, dada. Guys, recommendation. We've had some nights. <laughs> yeah, we have. I I just remember like falling asleep in bliss after smoking wedding cake. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually with you. Like we were just laughing, laughing, laughing. I don't even remember what we were laughing about. And then I was like knocked the fuck out. And 
wedding cake is superior strain if you guys have body pain smoke wedding cake because i swear you feel nothing but happiness <laughs> that's how i want to feel so yeah i had some wedding cake i'm still smoking on some canaradoso i am about to open up some mint smash today so i will let you guys know how that is next episode the canaradoso is an indica dominant mix of dosidos and tk91 but what's really cool about what I'm smoking right now is that all its THC content is like midway. It's a it has 19% THC in it. But what it does have, and do not get this confused with CBD, it has CBG, cannabigrol. I don't really know how to say all these words, but um, as long as I know what they are, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of cannabinoid that they're actually researching right now and it has a lot of healing properties on its own the thing is a lot of bud doesn't have a high percentage of cbg and since they just started learning about it they're figuring out ways to extract it on its own like they did cbd and strains with it are really good for neuroprotective properties and Mm -hmm. so it's actually good for your brain it helps with concentration um, it has protective protective properties as well, like brain protective properties as well as mm-hmm. a bunch of other things, which I'm sure we'll get into on one of our Turpin Tuesdays whenever I decide to publish another one. But um, I just wanted to share that because I've never smoked a strain with such high CBG. And this strain has no odor, like almost no odor. The actual flower does, and it smells like nice and piney. But Mm -hmm. it has no odor when smoked. So, yeah, I've really been enjoying this strain. Like I said, it's definitely, like, smell-proof, fool-proof. That's crazy. And and just the way it makes me feel in general, I wanted to share. I have to say I really enjoy the initial high from it. Um, I will say that it's definitely, like, I feel like it's a good in-between-the-day kind of high. It does get you a little sleepy at the end, but it's not like a bad burnout. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a hard come down. And like anything else, just watch how much you smoke of it. But I don't think that, like, I got, like, stupid or too high. Like, it makes my brain feel so normal. And I wouldn't drive after smoking it just because I don't drive in general after smoking. But I do have to say it is one of the only buds that I've ever tried that I would like honestly say I felt pretty normal besides no pain in my body. Mm-hmm. That my head felt pretty normal, which was nice. That's good. But it's weird okay. because I kept like saying like I didn't know how to explain the feeling I got from it because I honestly felt different than I felt before smoking it. Like my pains mm-hmm. went away and everything and I felt calmer. But I didn't feel, like, stoned. I didn't feel, like... Yeah, you didn't feel, like, oh, my God, I can't do anything right now. I didn't feel mind-altered. It was just odd. I didn't. I don't think it brings you, like, that sense of euphoria. I wouldn't be, like, oh, my God, yeah. it's a euphoric strain. But I think it's a, it could be, like, a good everyday strain. That's good. Wedding cake could definitely not be that. No. <laughs> I didn't do my research beforehand, but when you started talking about CBG and stuff, I wanted to look up to see what was like in wedding cake because I haven't looked at it in a while. Mm-hmm. So wedding cake can be anywhere from 18 to 24% THC, and it says that it has slightly more THC than the average strain. We stand. 
It actually does have one percent of CBG. Oh wow! Get that. So most buds like doesn't go above one percent. That's why the Canardoso. When I bought it at the dispensary, the lady was like, "Hey, by the way, this doesn't have high THC, but it does have high CBG. It's actually really good for like nerve pain and stuff like that. And my can cause nerve damage in my leg. Mm-hmm. So when I got like sciatica, right? So sciatica mm-hmm. is a result of my condition, and it like really, really helped like that. And you know, sometimes like I'll walk, like I'll limp a little bit when I'm having really bad pain days and everything. And yeah, this was great. Like I feel like when I smoked this and like I finally started to feel the effects of it, I Mm -hmm. felt like it worked on that area of my body right away. So it like, you feel like it like targeted what you needed it for? It targeted that like that intense leg pain that I get. Maybe it's like, okay, so I was thinking about that the other day because I started to think about, so basically when I had really bad pain because I was I was pushing it at work and I came home and I smoked some of the wedding cake, like at first you don't feel too clapped, but you feel really good. You know the feeling, yeah. you just feel good, mm-hmm. but my pain was gone. So I started thinking about like, wait a second, how do like painkillers know where the pain is? Like you don't tell the pain, you don't tell the pill where my pain is. But it always targets the right area. So maybe that's the same with like medicinal weed. Well, okay. So we don't want to get too nerdy. But since we're not doing a vocab section, I guess I could give you a little answer to that. Yeah, because I have questions. (laughs) Um, We're going to do more episodes about this kind of stuff, guys. Because it really is so fascinating how weed works in your body. But we have CB1 and CB2 receptors in our body. Those are like what makes up our endocannabinoid system. It's a system that's already in um, much all living things, but in humans. And so mm-hmm. our CB1 receptors are located in our brain. Mm-hmm. And our CB2 receptors are located in our body. Now, the THC works in your brain and CBD works in your body. So CBD binds to the CB2 receptors and THC binds to the CB1 receptors. So like strains with high amounts of cbd are actually working on like hey your ass hurts like it's gonna work on the pain in your ass like you know what i'm saying and yeah the thc receptors work on your pain perception from your brain so the thc is telling your brain not to feel pain and as they're studying different types of cannabinoids they're seeing that ones affect different parts of the body and that's why smokings that are specific to your conditions really do work on what you need it for. That's so crazy. Because I was dead, like, stuck thinking about it. Like, how does it know? There's a whole scientific explanation, and it's actually our body. And we're going to go, like I said, into this again. But, like, our endocannabinoid system does maintain homeostasis, which means, like, just keeps us regular, keeps all of our systems regulated. Mm-hmm. And in order to maintain homeostasis, your body needs to be like regulated evenly all throughout. And we are endocannabinoid receptors all over our body. It even it even goes deep into the reason why you can't overdose on weed. But we are going to stop this because as much as I want to continue talking about this nerdy shit, because, you know, I love it. <laughs> oh, wedding cake definitely is a strain that will help 
with any body pains. Do not smoke it before going anywhere, guys. Even though you feel really yeah. like awake and good when you first smoke it, just like Mel was saying, mm-hmm. it definitely hits you like a when it starts to settle. You'll find yourself couch locked, and it doesn't feel that way at all at first, which is so funny. Yeah, like you feel like, oh my god, I could just, I could go to work like this. I could go skydiving. <laughs> I don't know the words, but I know that it's skydiving, rocking out and climbing. Rocking out and climbing. I thought it was. I thought it was rocky road climbing. No, rocky mountain climbing. What the heck? I can't really hear it. Understand it. Anyway, <laughs> I don't listen to country music, so that's what we are. Happy, I knew the tune. By the way, guys, that was "Live Like You Were Dying" by Tim McGraw. If you were wondering, since I'm tone deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I'm tone deaf and Mel doesn't know the song. Anyways, (laughs) last week, we got into dating different, the different types of stoners that we've dated and read some classifications of stoners off of Urban Dictionary. This week, we decided to take it a little deeper and we wanted to see how weed has affected relationships with a non-stoner asked our listeners a few questions about their relationships and how weed has affected it before getting into their answers mel have you ever dated somebody who didn't smoke yes i've dated too many people that don't smoke i need to stop doing that (laughs) you feel i've dated i've dated too many non non non-smokers and it sucked well it didn't really well yeah it sucked do you think it depended on the person what sucked about it what sucked about it was that like they weren't so basically I dated a lot of people like in the medical field they worked you know for the police FDNY like I dated a lot of people like that and I remember I was dating this cop and we'll call him Joshua and Joshua told me when we first started talking he was like yeah 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 like it's cool like I'm cool like don't worry about it or whatever. Like, um, I just can't be around it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. He's like, yeah, just don't do it around me. Like, I can't be around it. So I obviously understood that. I was a very understanding bitch. Like, I was, I was like, Joshua, I got you. Don't worry, Papa. We're gonna get through this together. <laughs> and then Joshua over here want to go making little jokes, like, <laughs> oh, don't smoke in front of me because I'll arrest you. And like, it was cute at first, but then like you're doing it every time like I'm talking to you like I'm on the FaceTime call with you and you're telling me like oh you shouldn't even be smoking in front of me on the call like I'm nowhere near you right like now. how are you gonna date like somebody it, who smoke like why are you putting this into yeah. a relationship dating somebody who smokes if you can't even be around it right and like I like obviously when we started talking like we met we met through a mutual friend I didn't ask him what he did like we were just having like a genuine conversation or whatever and then when we started talking more, like I, me- I mentioned to him, he was like, oh, do you like hookah? And I was like, no, I'm not really a hookah person, but I do, I do smoke weed. And then he told me that he was a cop and I was just like, oh, okay. Like, not really giving a fuck. And he was like, yeah, like, I have no problem with it. Like, I know you're probably like, oh my God. And literally it was exactly what I thought. Like, it'd be fucking horrible. It was like I was dating, uh, what are they called? A chaperone. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. And then with the fire department guy, he was he wasn't like that. But when I would smoke, like say I couldn't sleep and I needed to smoke to sleep, he would be like, Well, why don't you talk to me instead? 
and you know I'll help you fall asleep like boy I don't want to be on the phone with you while I'm trying to fall asleep that's mad annoying yeah I'm not one of those like fall fall asleep on FaceTime type of girl like I've done it but I'm not one of those girls like let's stay up all night until I fall asleep and you can watch me sleep on FaceTime like I'm just not that bitch like I'm like my phone is thrown somewhere on the floor and I'm out cold but he was just like I can talk to you or whatever and then I remember one time we were going on a date and I was really anxious about it because we were supposed to go to this like cart thing state, but it was like in a real like car around a real track. And I just got nervous because I was just like, what if I fucking crash or die? So I just started getting like a little anxious. So I smoked. I didn't smoke a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I smoked the babiest of days, like the little raw papers. I smoked one of those mm-hmm. and I got in the car and, you know, I did it before like. I did it like midway getting ready. So like I had my hair up so that my hair wouldn't really smell. I was by the window so I wouldn't smell. Like I I put perfume, I put lotion, I was already showered, like I was good to go. And he was just like, You kind of smell like weed. And I was like, Okay, sorry. So I got out the car and like aired out my jacket. And he was like, No, it's fine. I'll just put the AC on. But he had that shit on blast the whole ride. So I was like, it's cold in here. Can you turn it down? And he was like, no, because if it gets hot in here, the smell is just going to get worse. And I was just like, yo, just take me home, bro. Like, you're killing my whole, like, he killed my high. He killed my vibe. He killed the connection. After that day, I did not hit that man up. (laughs) Went ghost. Went ghost. Bite it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Bite it. I I I think I'm the type of person, I don't like being around the smell of weed so much. I don't like, like, even when I smoke inside, like, I always use a sploof. I always, I don't like the smell of burnt weed. Like, I appreciate, I definitely appreciate the smell of the flower, right? Like, if it smells spicy or citrusy or whatever, Mm -hmm. weed smells beautiful. Lemony, piney. Weed smells beautiful to me. But just when, like, I want to smell it. It's the same thing, like, when you're cooking here in your house. Cooking could smell good, mm-hmm. but you don't want to smell it once you go to sleep. I kind of get that, but I also understand, like, if somebody knows the jump, if you know somebody smokes and you don't like it, and, like, that's part of their everyday life, especially for somebody like you that mm-hmm. uses it as medicine, Mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're already taking that into consideration that should already be on your mind yeah. about the relationship especially for medical patients because yeah I mean at this point I wasn't I wasn't medical I was younger well not like that much younger I was like 19 gotcha and he was like 23 24 and I was just like bro you're just like killing my vibe <laughs> so hard and then after that I started dating this stoner and now look at me <laughs> now look at me <laughs> look at me blossomed into the beautiful flower that I am yeah no I've actually I've I tried to think about it I've never dated long term somebody who didn't smoke I've been on dates with people who don't smoke but I've been on dates with people who don't smoke and then those are the same. Oh yeah. You know, like I'll do it once in a while. And you're like, yeah, you're just telling me that because you don't want me to feel uncomfortable about it. You know, I hate that. Don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to lie to me. If you don't smoke, like that's absolutely fine, but you don't have to make yourself sound like a smoker to me. I don't. I'm not yeah. And like, I was you. honest from the jump. I'm not one of those people that are like, I'm not going to tell them. Like, I'm just going to hide it. Like, let's be serious. You can't really hide weed. Like, you have to have such a 
such a system to this. You have to have eye drops, you have to have spray, you have to have perfume, you have to make sure that your hair is up in a hoodie so that your hair doesn't smell. You've got to wear a second layer of clothes. Like, it's a lot of work. And if people have a nose like I do, I literally could smell something from, like, 15 miles away. One time, we actually, me and Mm -hmm. Mel went hiking, and we were, like, a mile or two out, and I was like, I smell horse shit. And she was like, there's no horses like it does not smell like horse shit a mile down the road we walk over there's a whole ass horse a whole ass horse yo i was so shook <laughs> i would never forget that i was like oh never mind there's to be you were like how the fuck did you smell that from so far away but i have a strong sense of smell so if i was somebody who you have your dad's nose. So if I if I dated somebody who was a smoker and I wasn't, like, I'm definitely, I smell that shit before you even say hi to me. You know, it is a stressor that goes into things. Um, never. Mm-hmm. I've gone on dates with people and, like, you don't want to smoke on every single date you go on anyways, right? I mean, maybe you do. But, yeah, of course. So I've been Depends on, on the dates person. with people who don't smoke, but I've never dated. I think, like, the first boy that I was old enough to like really be like, damn, I had a crush on him. Even he smoked. Like <laughs> he was one of the first people in our friend groups <laughs> to smoke weed, which is so funny because I guess I'm just attracted to, and I didn't smoke for like years and years after that. It was so funny because when I finally started smoking, he was like, oh my God, like imagine you smoked back then. I'm like, yeah, well, now I love it. Um, it's my now it's my best friend. Now I understand what you were talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Best, best buds. Um, but I, I don't think I'd be opposed to dating somebody who didn't smoke as long as they were okay and open to the fact that I use it as medicine and not one of those people that were right. like, I used to hate people when I smoke cigarettes. Like, you know I smoke cigarettes. Like, I don't like to smell like them either. But don't complain about the smell if mm-hmm. you know that I'm going to smell like this. After smoking a cigarette, like, oh, mm-hmm. you smell like a cigarette. Well, no shit, I smell like a cigarette. I just smoked one. I just fucking you smoked know, a cigarette. Like, I just don't like people who, if, if I'm honest, yeah, like, oh, you if I'm smell honest like off it. the bat, don't give me shit or just don't be around me. That's how I feel. I should also yeah. be respectful to the fact that, like, hey, you don't smoke. If I go visit, like, when I'm home, I use my eye drops. I use spray. I use that on my own because I personally don't like to smell like it. But, like, if I'm going somewhere and I know they don't smoke weed, I'm going to be respectful to that, too, and not smell and not, you know, walk in wearing whatever I just smoked. Change your clothes. Be mm-hmm. respectful. It works on both sides, I feel like. So what I I really wanted, I spoke to a few of our listeners and I asked our tea drinkers or basically, you know, the people who don't smoke weed, but still listen to us. Their relationships Mm -hmm. were affected by their partner's weed use. And one woman answered, honestly, I would forget my partner even smoked. They never smelled like it. They were always busy and on top of what they were doing. They were so on top of everything they did to the point that they were one of those people up and out at the gym at every day at 6 a.m. He accomplished all his goals and he never looked or smells looked or smelled stoned. I think he was just a go getter and the weed was honestly good for him because it calmed him down a bit and didn't affect his productivity. 
So I think that's a pretty cool answer from somebody who doesn't smoke weed that they could notice the positive mm-hmm. parts of their partner's marijuana usage. This girl is sounds like a good girlfriend to me, noticing the good uses of her partner's um, marijuana smoke. She didn't sound too annoying, but also he was respectful. And I think in any kind of relationship, maintaining a respect, if you know the person doesn't like what you're doing or doesn't like to smell it, you you keep it to yourself and you keep going. Um, mm-hmm. He sounds like he was definitely smoking the right stuff. He knew what kept him what kept him up. And going and I think that this was I loved this response because as much as I believe that people that there's a lot more people like him around than others believe I think that her recognizing that as a girlfriend was definitely good for sure because some girls would be like oh my god I don't want it around me ah shut up (laughs) and I mean maybe because it wasn't around her she didn't mind the usage so much and maybe I know that she was telling me that she thought that he needed it because he was always so on and sometimes like people need a break you can't always be the energizer yeah on a hundred which is something that I need to learn. And I think that's why like weed has been a great incorporation into my life, not only for my physical, but my mental well-being, because mm-hmm. it it forces me sometimes to sit down and relax. Yeah. Even when I know that I not na- like I naturally on my own couldn't, it forces me to have that time to myself. Exactly. And I think that's a very healthy aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So later on, we're going to be hearing from a girl who dated a smoker and hear how that affected their relationship. So we're going to go a little bit more into our non-smokers feelings about dating a smoker later. This next response (laughs) is from somebody who doesn't smoke every day they only smoke every so often so they're not completely like put off to weed but I asked have you ever dated someone who smoked so much it turned you off from weed oof I'll read this one she said oh hell yeah two people damn girl come on tell us your experience (laughs) She said both were aspiring rappers. Been there, done that. One of them a dealer back in the day. Been there, done that. <laughs> they were literally just high all the time but weren't productive and that was the problem. I mean, Alex was going to school but he was always broke because he spent all his money on bud. Willis <laughs> would leave me at his house for hours to go sell and hang out with the boys to smoke but he was very generous. Toxic though. He brought out the worst in me. He used to skip school to get high or smoke in the bathroom, and teachers were genuinely concerned for me. And I've dated other stoners that were productive and not aspiring rappers and have close friends who have literally smoked almost every day for the last four years and are productive. (laughs) So this response, I don't know if I've ever dated an aspiring rapper. I don't think I have that on my repertoire. Been there, done that. (laughs) But I have definitely dated people who never have any money because they spend all their money on weed. And For sure. that definitely has turned me off myself mm-hmm. from smoking because I used to blame the weed, I think, before I knew so much about it. And then I realized, hey, it's the person. It's just the person. Because I've smoked. I've smoked. I've dated. 
I've dated plenty of people who smoke weed and are completely functional. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's definitely just the person. Like, if they're just not, like, coherent or just together or they just want to, like, lay back all day, like, it's just them. Like, they could literally get out of that funk. If they want to. They might... No matter mm-hmm. if they were- like I've been there, you know this. I was at that point where I was just like, I'm not trying to do nothing but smoke and be in bed all day. Yeah, and I almost and then that. I changed that shit up. <laughs> I changed that shit up. Yeah, because well, I didn't want to- <laughs> I didn't want to go to work, so I was like, well, I'm not gonna go to work or whatever. Like I just don't want to work those shifts. And then I was like, oh, I'll find another job. But then I just got comfortable being home. And smoking, so then I was just, like, comfortable with it. Like, I felt good being inside. And, like, sometimes I'll allow myself, like, a day or two to just be, like, all right, I'm not doing nothing. Like, I need to just relax just because, like, work's picking up now. So, like, now it's okay. But before, it was, like, every day. That's okay. Every single day. That's okay for a special occasion, like, giving yourself a day to sit down, smoke all day eat munchies watch tv even if you don't smoke like I remember when I was a little kid we'd have some days like that in my house but as long as that's not your normal I think you're doing okay and I think so I remember when you were going through that period of time where you didn't want to work and you were just staying in and you were smoking and excessive like you were smoking way too much um Mm -hmm. I'm talking like almost eight backwards a day yeah and and like a couple joints and fun fact guys weed dependency is really really low there's a very low risk to becoming addicted to weed but it is higher about 10 percent of people who smoke like three to seven once a day have a higher percentage of becoming addicted to weed so you smoking eight backwards a day was definitely not good for you and yeah I think any good any good thing in excess could become a bad thing so it's about realizing that I don't think it was necessarily the weed at that time it was your usage of the weed but you Mm -hmm. have a rough time around that particular time of year anyways yeah it's a hard time of year for you given um, I just think that the week- but this year, if you notice, I did well. Like I was at work this year. Like by that day, on that day, like I was good. I'm not like smoking that many backwards a day. The most, if I need to smoke tobacco, like honestly, I've switched to paper just because too much tobacco is just like really not good for you. You guys know this. I'm so proud of you. But if I have a long day at work, like nothing hits better than some blunts, you know what I'm saying? So I'll have like one backwood and then maybe a J be good. Or if it was like super, super long day where I was busy as shit, I'll smoke two backwoods. And I think it's very important when dealing with um like anxiety and depression, using weed is definitely helpful, but you still have to deal with the issues at hand. And I think mm-hmm. people sometimes forget that and just think that their whole life is going to come together if they smoke weed I I don't know how they think that if they smoke weed yeah I think it's just I think it's honestly because for me it was just like a blocking method like I smoked that to not worry or think about anything like I smoked it kind of just to like be numb in my bed that sounds so dark but like literally to just like lay there and be like "Mm." like and just watch something that made me happy like Disney or play a video game like just something something where I was able to be in my own space 
and just block out everything else. And luckily for you, you came out of it. And I think it's important. Yes, it sounds dark. Yes, it sounds disturbing. But you know what? That's life and things happen. And the fact that you know how like you actually were able to overcome that and still use weed and know that like hey your usage did at that point affect your productivity and know how to cut that down and get back out there and even for you to be able to say that this year hey this year I wasn't depressed in my bed and I know not to smoke eight blunts a day because it's gonna make me lazy and not want to do anything like I think that's great and I think knowing how to use it would be good and I think that would have definitely been good to these aspiring rappers they made their whole life (laughs) surrounding weed instead of it as an accent I like to think of my weed as a side dish you know and I think people yeah like it's like it's not a main course but it's like you know, you'll get it on the side with some mashed taters, some peas. Yeah, it's like my favorite side. It's my mac and cheese. Like, it's my favorite side dish. Oh, my God, yes. It's your mac and cheese with your cheese sauce. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that people who use it all the time, like, if you're leaving your girlfriend to go smoke with the boys at your house, like, that's an issue. You know what I'm saying? I definitely. Yeah, like, you're bugging. I would have straight. I'm so sorry. I am a stupid, like, you're not going nowhere. You are bugged out. I did not come over here for you to leave me. <laughs> or I'm coming with you. Come, I'm a boy, too. <laughs> I mean, I've waited around. I remember I dated somebody who used to be a, like, weed back in the day and they'd have to go on runs and be like oh like I don't want you in the car with me with the stuff so just stay here and I'd be okay but if you're gone for a few hours yeah like that's fine we're fighting when I come we're bugging (laughs) no that is not happening that is not my job (laughs) and I definitely think that somebody else's weed usage could affect your perception of weed so I did ask a fellow smoker if weed had ever affected one of her neg her relationships negatively and asked her if she had ever dated a non-smoker and she said I've never dated someone who didn't smoke but my first boyfriend was obsessed like always had to smoke and he didn't even have a job so I worked two jobs and paid for everything which was annoying and he just sat at home all day smoking and playing video games have dated people who either only work to afford their own weed or that I felt like I was paying for all the weed and that definitely is annoying and makes you not want to smoke because you feel like you just want to smoke it then it does it brings out like this like little selfish kid in you that's just like well if you're doing nothing for it why am I sharing it with you and I definitely understand this girl's frustration and even as a smoker you don't want to smoke with the people if you're always supplying the weed either. I'm sure you feel like that. That's like when you sipe with them and then you become the chiefer in the sipe because you're like, fuck this. I paid for this and I'll pay for the last one and I'll pay for the last one. So <laughs> I'll bust you down. Yeah, I will be like, you owe me. You ain't getting shit. Like, I hate to be so real about that, but that does come out and it, even if your partner smokes, but they're affording all of the thing, I, it's not fun. It's not fair. And I asked her next, did this annoy you more because you're a functional smoker? I actually happen to personally know this girl, and she's one of the hardest working people ever since I've met her. She's always had more than one job. She's like a busy body who smokes weed all the time, but is very, very productive. 
And she said, I, I felt like I had to smoke all the time, every day with him. And I felt like it was just wasting bud because there came a point where I just wasn't getting high anymore. I get this. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I felt this before. That shit sucks. Oh my god, you have to take the only tolerance break. Last time that happened to me, I took like a week off and when I smoked again, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I think that this annoys me just in general about people. I don't even have to be dating you. I hate when people are like, blunts on blunts on blunts on blunts. Like, I want to see how much you could smoke. Past a certain point, I don't get any more high. So I'm in agreement with her on this. I know I saw like a meme that was like, oh, I don't want to smoke with um, bitches who take two pulls. I want to smoke with bitches who like could smoke all day. And I get it. But what do you mean by all day? Because... I don't want blunts back to back to back to back to back. Now, if I'm siphoning with eight people, yeah, okay, four Mm -hmm. or five blunts makes sense because each person's only getting so much. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I hate people who just sit there and waste their weed. Feel good. See how you feel. Wait a few minutes. And then smoke more because, honestly, you're blowing through your stash for no reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've, like, been there where, like, like, sometimes I'll smoke at night, and I'll just be like, oh, like, I could definitely smoke another, but, like, I'll wait. Like, I know I could smoke another one, because either the one I rolled, there was too many people there, and it was just, like, not enough, or I rolled a small one. Like, it's never, like, oh, there's not enough weed. Like, I definitely put some, but it's, like, if it's just me, I'm not going to roll anything, like, too, too crazy, because, like, what's the point? It's just for me. So um, I've had to be like, all right, I'm going to give it like a half hour, wait till I'm like almost like, you know, like I'm feeling good, but I'm not exactly as high as I was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's important. I don't think I think when people just like want to smoke to look cool to like, oh, I just smoked like blunts. Like if you didn't need the three blunts, why stupid that you just wasted your weed? But if you do, like there's some strains that just also aren't as strong. So you feel like you could handle a little more or, you know me, I smoke um more in little increments throughout the day than like a whole one at once so there's definitely times where I'll think to myself like hey I definitely need a little more to get the full effect Mm -hmm. and that's fine but especially for our girl right here if I was paying for all the weed and they were just like running through it I would be like no yeah I'm sorry go go kiss the girl in your game and call it a day because we're done um i do like both of these responses because i think they're very real in the fact that this in particular came from somebody who smokes and could still recognize somebody's downfall in the usage of their weed we have a heavy girl power those were all sent into us by a few of our women listeners So I did ask one of our male listeners if they had ever been in a relationship with somebody who didn't smoke and how it felt for them. And he responded, I dated a girl who wasn't a smoker. She smoked rarely. And if she did, it was only a few puffs. My opinion, it did put a a stress on the relationship because she felt I couldn't enjoy her company or the time we spent together without being high. And that was the furthest thing from being true. But she obviously felt different when it came to that. So I guess you can say non-smokers just look at weed as a negative in the relationship. That's crazy. I've dated I've dated someone like that where like they don't really smoke, but like if I'm smoking, like they'll take a couple of hits. Like I had 
a different ex-girlfriend other than Aki. And when we would hang out, she would take like three or four pulls. And she did, she did feel like I smoked a lot, but I just smoked what I normally smoke. It's because they don't smoke. They don't really, it's like you have to smoke to get it, mm-hmm. which sucks. I also understand, I think, from the girl's point of view that like feeling like your significant other always needs to be high to be around you is unfortunate but I do also as a medical marijuana user feel that if that's what keeps me going if I was taking an antidepressant let's say right like I was always on an antidepressant would you say that I always needed my antidepressant to have fun with you or is that just something that Mm -hmm. I need by myself to keep going now I'm not sure if this guy uses it for medical or non-medical reasons so that could change it But I also hate people who are like, if I tell you I'm having fun with you, don't be like, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Like, yeah, that shit is so annoying. Take that negative Nancy shit somewhere else, please. I hate it. And that's also like the same when you tell people like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not that high. And they're like, oh, you're baked. Why are you telling me? Oh, my God. This happened to me the other day. Not to get off topic, guys. So I sent out a video of me smoking on Snapchat, whatever I was advertising for the podcast and somebody messaged me, this guy, I don't even know who he is. And he messaged me and he's like, Oh, um, like something about me being clapped. Like, Oh, you were high as fuck. And I was Uh like, no, I wasn't because the video pertained to me having issues while smoking. Right. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. And Mm -hmm. I use it as medicine. So I don't get that high. And if you watch the whole video, you would see that I was having issues inhaling. And then he writes, he writes back, haha, no, you were definitely baked. What's up? Go somewhere, please. Please don't tell me. I, you don't even know me. I wasn't baked. I use it for medicine. I hate when people think like, oh, my God, you smoked weed. So you're so high. Sometimes it doesn't even affect my head. Sometimes it goes it goes straight to my body. Like, you don't know me. I. It's the same thing when you get drunk and people are like, you're drunk and you get aggravated and you're like, I'm not drunk. Don't tell me I'm high. Yeah, I'm like, but that's different. Like, that's different. Like, if you're like walking around wobbling like I get those girls I've definitely been that girl that's like I'm not even drunk I'm just happy when a girl is drunk they're like oh I'm not drunk I'm happy but you can tell that they're drunk like you'll know when I'm high don't tell me I'm high if I'm telling you like oh I'm not really that high like that shit that shit is just annoying (laughs) like just don't tell me how I feel and I feel like that always it's never from like a fellow smoker that's like oh my god you're so clapped it's from somebody who doesn't smoke and they're like oh my god Mm -hmm. you're so high can you read my fingers does two plus two equal three like I expect that from my dad you know like being funny or whatever yeah I was teaching him about weed and like the medicinal uses and like he would say that to me like I get that from him but from some random person don't tell me I'm high don't especially annoying from people who don't smoke or don't know about weed, don't tell me how I'm feeling because I guarantee you I know better when I'm too high or when I'm just leveled out or when I'm not not Yeah, when it's like a light high. Especially since I'm the type of person, like, I smoke till I'm comfortable. I never, like, I really don't over-smoke unless, you know, I'm at a site with friends and, like, that's the purpose of it. Yeah, or, like, you're having a lot of pain that day, like, 
And when it's I'm having not... pain, I don't even get clapped because like I'm just working on the pain. But yeah, mm-hmm. like I'll I'll smoke a lot more when I'm in a lot of pain just because it takes a little it more. Helps, yeah. Yeah. But like um I just think that like really if you don't smoke and you're with a partner that does smoke try and be a little more sensitive to that because they know how they're feeling a lot better than you know how they're feeling mm-hmm. um of course if you see somebody's completely stuck and they're like telling you no 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 I'm not high I'm not high just yeah. let it be because even if they are what does it matter like if they're getting annoyed yeah. by you telling them that they are just stop just... and they're probably getting annoyed because they're mad that they're not high <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I feel like I'm the type of person that would be like, no, but damn, I wish I was. Yeah, that's even more annoying when somebody's telling you you're high and you're just like, I'm absolutely not. I wish yeah. I was to deal with your smart ass mouth right now, but I'm not. Sadly. Shortly, we'll be introducing our two guests. One partner hasn't smoked while they've been in the relationship, then started smoking. So we really want to find out the impact that that had on their relationship and see if non-smokers do always look at weed as a negative in the relationship. Yes, let's bring them on down. Hello? Hey. Hi. Yeah, hi. You guys are our first guest couple. Yeah. Wow. We feel honored. (laughs) I know Melanie's upset that she's not here right now. To all our listeners, unfortunately, Melanie had to go take care of some business and go to work. So it's just going to be me with our lovely guests, Adrian and Angel. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So, guys, I... Now, obviously, both of you guys are smoking together, but Mm -hmm. I know in the beginning of your relationship, correct me if I'm wrong, Angel, you didn't smoke, right? Yeah, no, not really. No, I didn't. Let's give them a little background onto your relationship. Mm -hmm. How long have you guys been together? Almost four years now. Wow. Okay. Long termers. We love it. I'm (laughs) I'm glad that she answered because she looked at me to see if I remembered how long and honestly after the like two years I kind of stopped counting so I'm really glad that she answered it quick enough I love that otherwise you were about to be in trouble I was I I definitely stared at him like as you asked that question and I was like you know what it's fine I got this I got this I'll make you look good that's so funny (laughs) thank you thank you for telling us the truth yeah no (laughs) oh my goodness how long have both of you been smoking so Adrian do you want to go first and tell us so sheesh um I was still I was just going into high school I believe and I was turning into a freshman it was the summer of um eighth grade graduation and I remember yeah smoking my first time and it was it was fake weed so it was all like a mental thing (laughs) like I thought I was high but I really wasn't and no one else was either so like a week had passed after and then my cousin was like I had a little bit left over and I gave it to him and he's like this is not weed I hope you know that this is like a combo of like a little bit of shake and then a little bit of oregano (laughs) so um, I was very very disappointed about that and then um when I first smoked with him yeah that was life-changing we baked out a a parked car and man I remember just leaving out of there and it was about like three joints that we lit and it was only three of us 
So, yeah, my first time was very, very crazy. I had, like, almost an anxiety attack. And, yeah, I didn't handle it very well at first. But then I fell in love with it, honestly. And I have been smoking ever since 13 now. Wow. Okay, so you're a long-termer. Um, that's just around the age that we met Angel, right? <laughs> and yeah, Actually, uh-huh. And I don't, I don't think you were smoking at that, at that point. I know I definitely wasn't. No, um, I think it was probably like maybe sophomore year around there. And you started smoking and then you stopped. Yeah. Then I had to stop. And then, cause I would, plus I was getting a new job. They were doing drug testing and everything like that. So I was just like, I called it quits. And then I never really got back into it. I didn't see like. I don't know. I was just having bad highs. So I was like, forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. And then, yeah, one day that changed. I smoked. I had a good high. And ever since then, that's You've been good. Yep. Would you say that you felt any pressure because your partner wasn't smoking at the time you guys met Adrian? At first, I kind of felt weird, like how she would take it. Like, you know, not everyone can really stand the smell or, you know, someone being high. Um, so, I, you know, at first... When she told me that she didn't smoke anymore, I was kind of disappointed because, you know, all my friends smoke and stuff. So it wasn't that much of a big deal. Me and her always had a good time going out, you know, to bars and stuff. And honestly, when I first started talking to Angel, I actually had stopped smoking so much. And it was because, you know, I was hanging out with Angel so much that I I didn't really have time to get high that. Mm -hmm. So um, my tolerance went really, really down when we, you know, first started talking. And yeah, then I, you know, I told her that I smoked and she was okay with it. She saw that I wasn't like a big goof or anything, or I got quiet. I would just still act the same. So yeah, it didn't really affect us too much, but yeah, I was scared at first to see what her opinion was on it and stuff. Like I didn't know the backstory at first, why she stopped smoking, you know? Yeah. So it was a little scary at first, but I'm glad that it went well. I'm glad that she smokes now too. Yeah. So, Angel, how did you feel? Did like you might have to smoke or you might try smoking again with him then? Did it put any pressure on you? To- I think, I mean, he ha- he handled it well. I mean, there was, I wouldn't say I felt pressured. It was more so just kind of like, damn, like that's something else we can do together. And we just, I'm just not into it. Yeah, no, I would, because he never really would make a big deal out of it. Like if he wanted to do it, that was on him. He never really. But then when I got the permanent position at my job, as a celebration, we were kind of like, you know what, let's just do it. And we did. And I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun experience to like to share that, you know? Yeah, I completely get that. You like the in you like that you could share something else that your partner likes to do too. Yeah, because he he en- enjoys that very much. <clears throat> so it was kind of like, well, you know, you want to partake in their hobbies too. So so it, it worked out for you. And did you ever feel like uncomfortable when you didn't smoke about the smell and everything? Or are you just kind of cool with it? You just knew that you didn't like the experience that you had, but you weren't against it? Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. Like the, the smell and none of that bothered me because I did used to smoke before. It was more mm-hmm. like a personal choice why I stopped. And then oh, I don't think I ever had an issue with anything like that. It was more like just a personal thing. And obviously, we're talking about job promotion. So congratulations. Um, You both are very, very functional on your own, um, you know, taking care of business. I definitely love that about you guys that you represent two people who smoke and 
have your like have your stuff together and continue Mm -hmm. to grow and continue to have your stuff together do you think that that helped you not have an issue with his smoking because he was able to be functional and it like it didn't impede your everyday life yeah he it wasn't like he was never one of those people like he can't function or go out or do anything unless he smoked first he wasn't like that we were still able to do things together it still be like normal. Like most of the time, I can't tell that he's even, that he even smoked. <clears throat> Do you think that like it helps you? Uh, so obviously, Adrian, you've loved, you've been smoking for a while now. Yeah. Do you just feel more normal when like when you smoke? Kind of like you. Like I, I mean, I like that you go out of your way to search like each strain and stuff. Um, my big thing of like 2019 that was my first time getting put onto exotic weeds. So, you know, from Cookies in California down to um, Alien Labs, Connected, and all those sort of things. So, honestly, like, I just like the different highs that I can experience from different weeds. And honestly, like, throughout all these years of smoking, I can still tell you that, you know, I still do smoke new weeds, and the high is different. So, I'm not really weird or anything. Um, Back then, you know, I was more giggly and stuff, maybe, maybe not too serious. But now, yeah, over the years, honestly, I've just learned to basically just get high and, you know, control it and not be, you know, awkward or anything. I can do it, and, you know, ever since COVID now, too, and, and being home. Yeah, it's really bad. It's like smoking every single day. You know, while Angel's at work, I literally smoke maybe like three times and she won't even notice you know she'll come home and the the whole house is already you know i I put the incense on the febreze on the couches and everything so she doesn't even notice when i'm high sometimes when she gets home so yeah you don't so you're a very functional smoker you don't just sit there and like you know that the smoker that likes the smell now angel that you smoke i know you said that you were okay with it before but i know you are one of the neatest people that i know and um (laughs) Does the does the smell in the house bother you or like he has the incense? He's he's on top of the game. He is. He's completely, completely on top of it because I just don't like going outside and the smell like I feel like it sticks to me or, you know, things like that. And then it's like you said, I don't know. I just don't think the house should smell like it. But he's on top of it, though. He has incense and Febreze. He the whole nine. I'm in agreement with that, too. Like. Even as a smoker, I prefer that my stuff doesn't smell like that. And I think when you're yeah. in a relationship with somebody who might not be like, you might be fine with the smell of smoke. But when you're in a relationship with somebody who might not be, it's good that you do go the whole nine yards so everybody yeah. remains happy. But I did say, do you think it's improved your relationship? Mm, I would say it's like a nice bond, honestly, now. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, yes. It's nothing, you know, that... I mean, if it didn't happen, like if she never smoked ever in her life, yeah, it'd be okay. But this where she just comes after work and she's already expecting (laughs) is getting home from a, you know, a long day. Like that makes me feel good. Like I'm already prepared to smoke. I already know what time I'm about to smoke. I already know what time we're going to eat dinner too. Like, and the best thing out of everything is probably trying to decide where to eat when we're really high, because that's just so much fun. We have so many options, you know, we're really close to the city and then. You know, it's really fun now. I would say that, yeah, definitely it has improved a relationship just to, you know, build a new connection, basically. You know, everyone has their own personality when they're drunk. And Angel has a very, very unique personality when she's high. So, you know, she's not the same as when she's sober, when she's high. (laughs)
yeah angel do you enjoy the like the the relaxation of your day like coming home to your man and just being able to like sit down relax and let go of the stresses from the day do you think it's improved the relationship like for you absolutely because I I sit at work and that's all I think about wow the moment I walk through the door we're gonna be able to just chill on the couch smoke and just just relax and let all the stuff let all the stuff from hectic days let go and unwind and enjoy like happy moments or not be stuck in I feel like what I enjoy is that you're really you really get to be in the moment with your significant other than two instead of your mind in a hundred million other places unless of course you smoke a strain that makes you paranoid right yeah exactly but I mean it's like he said like you it's a different personality that comes out so it's definitely a, a bonding experience yeah it separates it separates like work time from fun time and letdown right. time Mm-hmm. yeah exactly so before we were reading um some things from our listeners and a guy said that his felt that he needed to be high to have fun with her did you ever feel that my side no not really because like i said before when you know we first started dating we were we were close friends and you know it took me a, a while to get angel's attention basically and, and that you know <laughs> in that sort of way at least um but no, like I never. Love story. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I feel like at, at that point, too, I kind of stopped because she did it. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of crazy what you do to get like a girl's attention. So, no, like, honestly, I always found Angel really fun, even when we were friends, like, you know, going in the bars and stuff. Drinking was a huge thing for us, though, back then. Not so much now, but, you know, even without the drinking, sometimes we would just hang out, you know watch a movie or something and that was just as friends and it was just nice just to hang out and not have I wouldn't say that I ever felt like I had to smoke to have fun with Angel honestly did you Angel as the like girl knowing that he liked to smoke feel that way or no sometimes I I I did think about okay maybe we would have fun if I did smoke maybe I should just you know but no I think we're good it never affected your time. Yeah, I think that that, yeah. I, I feel like that was a scarring relationship for the listener that sent that in because he was yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like all people don't like it. And, you know, just people who don't smoke aren't going to be okay with their partner who does. And mm-hmm. I think that if you find the right person for you, that's the furthest thing from true. If if both of you could do it together or not do it together and the yeah. person's functionality of knowing that there's people who smoke and go to work, make their money, do their stuff is so refreshing to people. And if you're not showing that to a partner, maybe that's where something gets lost, but, yeah. but it's clearly not the weed that, yeah. that ruined anything. And I honestly maybe think that he meant, you know, maybe that, you know, we don't know how the relationship started, obviously. So, you know, what he might have had the best, like, you know, in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they weren't smoking at all. or You know, maybe he wasn't at all and stuff. And, you know, things changed and things happened. So maybe he felt that way more towards the end of the relationship, you know, where he wasn't having as much fun with her unless he was high or they were both high. Felt, she felt that he couldn't have fun with her if he didn't smoke and like i know i've personally dated somebody who their personality if they didn't smoke after a while would Mm -hmm. um change up a bit 
And yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's somebody who is definitely like past the past the point of this dependency. You know, right. you mm-hmm. need that to stabilize your mood. I think yeah. it's great that you guys came both from a, like both in this relationship where you were able to put your your want to smoke needing to smoke when you were around angel in the beginning and i think as long as people maintain that respect of understanding that hey not everybody likes this but it doesn't mean that you could go ahead do it either Mm -hmm. yeah you're right and so i think that makes it stronger um i agree with everything you guys said i think that it's like an intimate thing to want to share with your significant other pressure on your partner right smoke with you was great and i'm sure that that made when she was wanted to smoke with you even better for her and for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, it wasn't the pressure. It was completely like up to the person. So um, I hope that our listeners get some good information from this. Angel, thank you for being honest. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. She, she didn't come on here. No, I hated it, blah, blah, blah. But not right. that you didn't have any issues with it. Because I think that's the truth. Sometimes there's going to be like, you're you're half and half, you know. And you, Jane, I really like that you, like telling us that you were able to give it up. Because I think sometimes you just have to be able to say to a person, hey. So they don't get that feeling that you have to yeah. be high to hang out with them. That you could put it aside. Now, I know when, like, people use, I use it for medicinal uses, so if I'm in pain, I'm going to need to use it, but do I need to use it just to? Thank you guys so much for coming on and joining us and giving us an insight into your relationships. Thank you guys for joining us. Everyone, make sure to go follow Adrian on Instagram at Adrian's Kicks to see what kind of kicks he can help you find, sell, or trade. His Instagram will be tagged on all of our Instagram posts promoting this episode of Tea and Relief. We love the feedback. We love that you guys came to the site. And we would love to have you guys back again to discuss other smoky topics. Ariana, we appreciate you so much. Honestly, I'm leaving here high as fuck. And I'm sorry for the cursing, but I'm very, very big. I appreciate you bringing us on your show. Yes, thank Honestly, you. like I... I I'm wishing you nothing but the best for 2021 and huge blessings to you as well. And it sucks that, you know, we can't see each other because of COVID and stuff yet, but I cannot wait to actually psych with you again in person and have our usual chit chats and, you know, you coming over to have some real relief. I, me and Angel, <laughs> me and Angel are going to enjoy some Henny and relief. Yes. Yes, exactly. 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 I miss that too. Um, I wish you guys the best always, you know, we're coming up and you guys have shown me nothing but love and support and I love and support you guys all the way. Um, I know Melanie wishes she was here and we will definitely be doing Scythe together once this pandemic ends. Yes, thank you. First, I'd like to thank everybody who contributed to this episode and thank them for sharing their relationships. We definitely got mixed reactions from people and their partner about their partner's usage of marijuana. I also want to announce some really exciting news. Today we found out that our podcast is being listened to internationally. Um, So shout out to the people listening to us in Taiwan, England, and Germany. Thank you. Shout out. Okay, Taiwan, England, and Germany. You listening to TM Relief? We're here for you. We're here for it. 
thank you for all the love and support so far from our listeners everywhere. We love you guys and we love doing this with you and for you. And we can't wait to get on lives and really become interactive with all of you. So thank you for the support. We love you. And with that being said, we hope you all enjoyed this episode of Tan Relief High Tea. We can't wait to have you guys back for next week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, comment, and rate this podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter to stay up to date on all things Tan Relief. Bye, Bye, Yay!